Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. It's episode 338. I almost said 300 listeners and viewers. I'm kind of downplaying myself. No, it's 438 listeners and viewers. And this is going to be a, a special, just me and my great co-host, Adrian. And um, Adrian has been off on um, a kind of business conference and he's all pumped up and he's going to be telling us a bit more about his experiences. Um but before that, listeners and viewers, I've got to talk about one of our great sponsors, and that's Ginster Hosting. And what is Ginster Hosting? Well, they only host WordPress websites. They're really best for WooCommerce, for learning management systems, for membership sites, or very large websites. They're a fantastic team of WordPress junkies and experts. Um, when you send in a ticket with them, you're not getting somebody that's not given a lot of training. You're getting a premier support professional that has the ability to answer your questions straight away can you imagine it listeners and viewers no free calls in a row no free hours on the phone you just get just get your problems answered and also you use google um google um i can't talk this morning listeners and viewers um but they use google web hosting so you get the best get a superb ux design i was in my kinster account yesterday and it's just fantastic to use um there's no guesswork where stuff is it's just all simple and they're obviously spent an enormous amount of time so if that sounds really interesting go over to kinster.com try them out buy a package and also tell them that you heard about them on the wp tonic show now into the show so adrian you went off to capo um chris lemmer's little joint in mexico how was it i had a great time it's probably the the best big fat check that or the or the most worthwhile big fat check that i've ever written to somebody to go anywhere and learn something I uh, I was there for five days, Monday to Friday last week, which is why I wasn't on any of the shows last week. Uh, but it was definitely worth missing out. Sorry, <laughs> but because I'm I, I have I brought I'm offended. I'm so offended. <laughs> I'm never going to talk to you again, Adrian. I've I've brought back some. Uh, I think a few tidbits of value for actually. For the I can can here. I tell you something? I was yeah, Chris. Uh, I was speaking to Chris um, Badger a couple of days ago. And I said, I said, does Adrian look younger in the fresh than he does on Zoom? And he said, oh, yeah, he's much younger looking. <laughs> the, the, cam- the, cam- the camera makes me look a little bit, uh, adds, adds a few years. But yeah, no, I know. I met up with like Chris and, and kind of like the who's who of some of the WordPress community was there. I met some, some heavyweights like uh, Devin Walker from... <laughs> W, or give WP if you're not familiar with that it's like kind of like the de facto donations plugin that exists at the moment uh, the people from Jetpack were there James Laws from Ninja Forms and actually a relationship came out of that which I'm super excited about Michael Short from the WASPRO community and well Chris Lemma 
the the organizer of the whole event. If you're not familiar with him, uh, he's currently product manager at Liquid Web, but he's been kind of like in the WordPress community for a very long time, doing a whole lot of cool stuff. So I kind of I met a bunch of people way way more experienced in doing this a lot longer than I have, and I've kind of just I went there uh, with the expectation of kind of just meeting some people and, and building relationship building some relationships that I might be able to like mooch off their list and, and help grow my business. But I actually came back with a, with a significantly more valuable uh, uh, asset. And that is, that is some, some very not, you know, or some very important knowledge that I'm actually going to share uh, with the listeners today. So I'm super excited about that. Um, the first thing that I want to share is going to be talking about value and Pricing equivalency to value, specifically free is the word. Everybody loves free stuff. Uh, and I'm going to talk about when and where you should be using free, how much you should be giving away for free, and where free is actually devaluing your business, which is a, an, an important, probably the most important lesson that I learned while I was there as someone who has a very significant free product. Uh, and then after that, around after the break, I want to talk about the role of competition in the marketplace, something that I also have a significant amount of. Uh, and I'm sure if you're a course creator, you're a Facebook ads expert, you're an agency, you also have a significant amount of competition. Everybody argue or everybody's kind of like squabbling over the same amount of like finite customers and, and all of that stuff. And how you can actually use competition to your benefit and, and some frame of mind changes that, that you can take on in order to, to lessen the anxiety that you have about competition. So, so that, and then after, if they're stick around for bonus content, I'm going to share with you uh, a, a direct talk that uh, we got from Chris Lemma about how to craft an engaging story. Uh, and that will be available in bonus content and maybe some other tidbits as well. So I want to start off with uh, the talk about value and free and pricing and, 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 yeah, which is, a, which is a bit of a nightmare, isn't it? Which is a bit of a nightmare, I have to agree. I have gone through, in my experience with the WordPress community, through Groundhog, through Formlift, and through being in an agency, I have gone through more pricing changes than I would care to, to count on 10 hands. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's a constant work in progress, and there's no kind of like one-size-fits-all perfect solution for every business out there. Uh, and you kind of just got to like test and pluck away at it until you find what works. But I do, I did come back with some guidelines. Now, if you offer a free product, for example, uh, being in Groundhog, we offer a free plugin, which I think provides a significant amount of value. Uh, we offer that free plugin and it's free. And then we ask people to buy extensions and add-ons. And that's a fairly typical pricing model throughout the WordPress community. If you're a course creator, you might have like a free sample course that someone signs on for. Uh, and then you can upgrade them to later courses. If you're an agency, you probably have like a free white paper or an SEO audit or anything like that. And those uh, act as very, very, very good lead generators. But when you're talking about how much should be free, that, that's when, you know, that, that, that was kind of like the eye-opening moment for me. We were talking, I was talking on my day one. I was there, uh, we had dinner the first day. Uh, you meet everybody meets up for the first time around 5:45 p.m. and then you break off into like power groups and then you go eat dinner with four or five people and you get to know each other. You go around the circle, you do the kumbaya and basically share why you're here, what you want, what you're scared of, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And when it came my time to share, I'm like, well, I run Groundhog. We it sounds, it sounds like WordPress therapy. <laughs> it, you know what? <laughs> 
it does. It actually, you know, if you want to put it that way, it is a lot like WordPress therapy. Uh, you basically just get to unload and you get a bunch of people say what their experiences have been and, and, uh, and essentially help you and, and allow you to come to some like eureka moments. So my eureka moment almost happened on like day one, hadn't even like eaten dinner yet, but I was talking to, to, to Tessa Creasel. You can find her on Twitter. Uh, very, very, very smart person. She just left Pantheon and she's moving somewhere else. I don't remember though. Um, and I was talking about Groundhog basically allows, you know, is it functionally equivalent, if not superior to Infusionsoft, Dr. Kim HubSpot, but like within WordPress. And that functional equivalency comes at the price of free, which I think is pretty, pretty, pretty cool, right? You know, you can get all that stuff for free. And then Tessa kind of like looks at me uh, from, 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 she's sitting next to me. She looks to her left and she's like, are you crazy? <laughs> and I'm like, why, why would I be crazy? And she says, you're giving away way too much. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? And it's like, you're saying that people, you know, you're giving away software that's equivalent to something that costs upwards of $99 a month, which, you know, comes out to like $1,200 a year or more. And you're just giving that to, to people for free. And I'm like, yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? And she's like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. You're leaving so much money and you're leaving so much value on the table. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So when you were when you can, I, a, can oh, I interrupt? Actually? Yes, you can. But I don't know if you um, want you want to discuss this here and now on a live program. But I've always felt that um, I agree with her slightly. I agree with her, but I think I think the you're offering the wrong bits for free. We're gonna and, get there. Don't right. you worry. It's part. It's all part of the story. Right. There we okay, go. we're we're building it up. So I'm trying to like equivalent this to I'm trying to frame this in the mind that will be accessible to everybody. So what I was about to say is, if you have currently like a free course or a free product, or if you're like a plugin developer like me and you have a free version, right? It's hard to know when to stop providing value for free. It's hard to decide. Well, how you know? I want them to be able to get value out of it. But I also don't want to give too much value that they end up having to eventually pay for something. But I don't want to seem like a, you know, oh. like a bad business owner and basically it's like trial wear and I don't want them yeah. to like be forced, right? So that fine line of where to, where to decide how much is too much. And I didn't really make a good... Well, I learned that I didn't really make the best decision about how Well, it kind of, it's a similar situation to the course developer. I always have um, a lot of people when they're on their first pony ride when they're building a course, they think, they think by offering, I call it the war and peace course. Mm -hmm. They think by building a course that's like 50, um, 24 or 50, 50 um, lessons. Yeah. Um, and they throw in the kitchen sink, and they throw this in, they throw that in. That 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 will help diminish the possibility of failure. Yeah, uh, and it doesn't. It does it not. It actually the only thing. So here's what I learned. So take, I, and I was kind of like putting this analogy together before I came on. So let's say you have a. Um, a Civic, a Honda Civic, and a Ferrari. The Honda Civic, it's like what, twenty thousand dollars MSRP, the base model. You got a Ferrari, it's like two hundred thousand dollars MSRP for the base model, right? They both do the same thing. They both get you from point A to point B on four wheels with an engine in it. But which one's more valuable? 
And which one do people want? The one that costs significantly more is the one that's more valuable and the one that people want. Nobody wants, well, you might want, but nobody really, like the bottom of their heart, wants to go out and buy a Honda Civic. What do they want? I mean, well, you do know I own a Honda Civic, don't you? Do you want uh, the Honda Civic or do you want a Ferrari, right? Like, so, so, you know, putting this analogy together, how do we translate that into our products? I love my Honda. <laughs> I mean, it's a good car. There's no question about it. But put it in front of you. Which one do you want? Do you want the Ferrari? Yeah, actually, the Ferrari. I, I actually want the Honda because I, I have had some friends in the UK that had a Ferrari and it was a freaking nightmare. <laughs> well, you know what? We're just going to make you an exception to the rule. We'll, just, we'll replace the, the, the we'll replace the Ferrari with a Rolls Royce, okay? Does that make you happy? Oh, no, <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like Rolls Royces. You, you, you get yeah. where I'm coming from, though, right? Yeah, of course well, I do. Yeah. You get where I'm coming from. The 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 thing that costs more is inherently to our psychological, economic purchasing brain more valuable. So, well, it just depends. You know, it, it's, it's it's such a nightmare now because it really depends on branding and placement, doesn't it? It really depends if in your mind you think it meets all your requirements or it meets all your kind of inbuilt aspirations. If you Here's where I'm going though. Here's where I'm going. So if you have a free course or a free product like I do and you're giving away a whole ton of value for free or for at least a very, very, very low price point, right? Let's say you have a whole bunch of value packed into your Honda Civic, okay? And people are, you know, a lot, some people buy it, some people use it, whatnot, right? But it doesn't exactly have that I want that factor, right? If someone, let's, let's put a more reasonable expectation in mind. Let's say you have plug-in A, you have plug-in B. Plug-in A is free, plug-in B is $99 a year, let's say. Very super reasonable uh, buying like position, they both functionally do like the same thing, but which one would you use? Would you use the free one or would you use the $99 a year one? Which one would you choose at the end of the day? Some people will choose the free version, obviously, because $99 may be cost prohibitive, right? And they might think, oh, well, you know, I, I don't really need it for that much. So I'll just use the free version. If it gets me by, it gets me by. But the vast majority of people at least everybody that I talked to while I was there and everybody that I'm talking to now saying, all right, well, if I actually decide to charge $99 a year, would more people buy it? And the answer to that question is absolutely. Because in our brains, $99 is just worth more. You think you're going to get more value for $99 than you will get for free. When we think of free, we go to the mall, we get free samples, right? We get things that are of low value. So if you're giving away a ton of value for free, even if in your mind, you know that this will change your life and your business and will do all of these amazing things for your company, it gets associated with providing low value because that's just what free is. Free is low value. Even if it is the most valuable thing, that's just how we associate it. So if you're currently providing a huge ton of value for either like a very, very low price point or for free like I am, then you have to kind of like take a step back and you have to look at it objectively. Like, all right, how much value is this actually worth? Like if I were to put a price on this and not free, how much is it actually worth? And if it's worth more than like a thousand dollars, you got to make, you say, you got, you got to kind of scale back. So what we're doing at Groundhog right now is we're reassessing how much value we're going to give to free, right? We still want people to be able to successful and people to get started. Almost like we're going we're gonna to create a light version 
of, mm-hmm. of the current product that we're giving away for free. We're going to create a light version. We're going to pull some value out of it. And we're going to attach costs to that. Because if we attach a cost to kind of like the super special bits, then people will start to see, oh, wow, this program or this product or whatever it is can actually help my business because it's valuable. It is valuable. So so are you really then talking about what um, our friend Chris Badger and uh, over at Lift LMS has done, where, you know, the actual core... Because he's gonna, he doesn't exactly provide a light version, does he? He provides no. a lot of functionality in the core product, but it has a lot of additional functions. Some of it is critical, like being able to take payments. Because so, them, so I, which which is not a, so he uses the add-on model, doesn't yeah, he? He does, and we're actually going to be adopting a similar model. Well, he, we use the same model essentially, but we're going to be adopting a lot of. Uh, I talked to Chris while I was there, and <coughs> Lifter LMS he uses free as a distribution model, not a pricing model. Yeah. So if you're if you have a free product right now, you should consider free not as part of your pricing, but as a part of your distribution, which is a very very different thing than equating it to pricing. So yep. you can you use free to basically get as much as your product to as much many people as possible, right? But you don't necessarily need to like give away the whole house with it. You just use it to put it in people's hands and then you upsell those people to 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 a, a paid product. But you make sure that, you know, if they have that free product, they shouldn't be able to like do, they shouldn't be able to just build the house or get the whole house or whatever whatever analogy you want to use. They shouldn't be able to do everything with that free product. And that's what we were doing. We were giving away the house and then asking to pay the mobile on. Uh, as an analogy, I used a lot in Cabo. Well, it's tricky. It's it tricky. Is. This, this is tricky. Uh, I won't be too hard on yourself because this is, this is always, this is very, it's always, very you know, It's always a work in progress and, and you're always learning. But if I were to like sum everything that we've just been talking about for the past 20 minutes, I'd, I'd put it in free is not equal to value. These two things are not the same. If you provide a lot of value, but you're equating it to the free price point, it is not valuable no matter how valuable it actually is. People will just not perceive it as valuable. You have to tack on a price to it and you have to scale back the amount of value. Use free as a distribution method, not as a pricing model. And then you will start to see at least people start to value your product higher. You will start to see better retention rates. You'll start to just see a whole bunch of things improve in your business. And that's kind of like the road we're now going, we're going to go down. And that's, that's all I have to say on on the free matter. We're going to go for our break. Adrian's very animated. So I've never seen him so pumped up actually. Uh, Robert, we'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner. They will keep your WordPress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com. Just like the podcast. We're coming back. Before we go into part two, I want to talk about one of my other great sponsors. And funny enough, that's Lifter LMS. Uh, um, basically, what is Lifter LMS? Well, if you're in the if you're looking to build a course, looking to build a membership site. 
and you're looking for one of the best products to do that, to help you build that, or you're with a SaaS platform like Learnable or Kajabi, and you want more flexibility, more control, more power, this is the tool for you, Lifter LMS. Um, it's got amazing functionality, customization, and the team at Lifter LMS are, have just recently added free um, add-ons uh, that will give you even more customization and power to build the membership site or the learning management system that you're looking for. That, that was in that initial dream when you first built your first course. If that sounds interesting, go over to Lifter LMS. You can download um, a fully functioning um, their system for free um, and try it out. And also tell them that you heard about them on the WP Tonic um, podcast. Oh, back over to you, Adrian. I just want to make a, I just want to share one last tidbit about the about the free thing. Uh, now that you mentioned Lifter, uh, one, one a neat a neat thing that I learned from from Chris while I was there was that nowhere on LifterLMS.com and now nowhere on Groundhog.io or nowhere on any of like the major plugin sites will you actually find a mention of free download. So if you go to any uh, premium or freemium product, rather, so like Groundhog or Lifter or Astra or Elementor or, or any of those plugins, uh, everything is directed towards the pricing page. And there's actually it's, it's actually quite difficult on those websites in order to find where's the free thing. So if you are currently like sending a lot of your people or a lot of your traffic to the free thing on your site, I would ask the question... You know, is that actually working out for you? If you were to send that same amount of traffic that you're currently directing to a free thing, if you were to take that same amount of traffic and direct it to something that's paid, what change would that mean for your bottom line? They can find the free thing in other ways. You know, there's blog posts and there's the WordPress repository and, you know, there's, there's a bunch of other places, distribution methods like Facebook and Twitter that people can use to find your free products. But on your website, if you were to take that traffic and direct it to a paid item, I just want you know. I just want to put that seed out there, and that's that's actually a change that we made recently. And already we're seeing some like big big changes in results uh, for the bottom line as far as that's concerned. So it's just a lost bit tidbit because nowhere on Lifter LMS is there a free is there a free uh, way to get that. They're actually a free plugin. Just a last thought. Now I'd like to talk about the role of competition in the marketplace. This was uh, a uh, a conversation put on. By Jilt. Uh, Jilt was there. Jilt is another, is actually my competition, kind of. Uh, they are a WooCommerce and easy to downloads and Shopify focused marketing automation platform. Uh, they do email, cart abandonment, broadcast, all, all the same stuff. Uh, and they were talking about, you know, what, what, what's the first thing, you know, if I were to tell you, wow, you know, Jonathan, there's a brand new agency down the block from you. And what they're doing is they're putting together customers. Uh, and they're putting together um, a platform in order to be able to provide people with bespoke membership in LMS sites. How would that make you feel? Um, it wouldn't make me feel fantastic, but I wouldn't worry about it too much because um, this is a very similar conversation to our conversation in the first half. It's balance. <clears throat> if anybody says to you that they're not, interested in their competition they're lying to you but on the other hand 
if you're totally um, fixated about the competition and what they're doing, you're wasting a lot of psychic energy. Um, it, it's about keeping balance. Well, you you must just must be very enlightened. But for a lot of the people, at least that were there, uh, you know, they're like, well, it causes anxiety. You know, you're worried that you're going to lose your market share. It's a constant, like, you're worried that there's not going to be enough for everybody. They're going to, you know, they're going to put my business under whenever, like, a new competitor Yes, but Adrian, what, what is the point? Um, obviously, um, if they're doing things that are a lot better than what you're doing, you should be open to being able to see that. But on the other hand, what is the fundamental point of worrying yourself to death over things that you have absolutely no control over? Well, here's the thing. That's kind of what we're going to talk about. You don't really have any control over your competition. Um, the, the, the best thing that you can do is if competition arises or if you have a significant amount of competition already, is just go buy their stuff and, and observe what they're doing. But don't copy them. So a lot of what we talked about uh, in our competition discussion at Cabo Press was, you know, why do we feel the way that we feel? It's because we're worried about market share. We're worried about losing customers. We're worried about people are going to leave. But here's the thing about competition. So business right now is, at least, at least for us, it's, business is booming. There are a never-ending stream of people starting new business, people getting into the ads, people needing LMS sites, people wanting to share the information, the knowledge that they've acquired over the years and then resell that to people. There is no like stop of those people. As long as people are giving birth, there will be, there will be business to be had by everybody. So if, if, you, if you put that in perspective and you start thinking, wow, you know, I, I, I'm putting it in my mind and I'm saying, yes, there's a lot of competition, but that doesn't necessarily mean well, that I, they're going to put me out of business. Yeah, can I just add one, one observation to this, see if you agree with it? I had a, I had a possible client, because I'm very open, you know, on the website, you can book a consultation with me um, for totally free. So I have a lot of people approaching me, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of the time it doesn't lead to anything. But I had one lady, she approached me yesterday, and so we had a quick session on Zoom. And she's got Lyft at LMS and she's built a really nice website. And But she was looking, she spent a lot of time trying to find a scheduling plugin. Um, so um, I won't go in, but she was looking for scheduling functionality. Mm-hmm. And, um, and also she'd been advised by Chris and the team to, there was other factors. So she, she was looking for something that could really integrate with WooCommerce. Yeah. And she gone down one plugin, and basically it doesn't integrate with WooCommerce. So she's asking me, and I'm a bit, I'm a bit careful about what I recommend because I normally try and recommend that something I've used, but I haven't done a really major scheduling integration. And the last one I did was a couple of years ago, and so I said I'll get back to you. Um, and there was a couple of ones I wanted to check to see if they work with WooCommerce that well. So I did a little bit of about a half hour, 40 minutes, because I'm seasoned, so I know what to look for and that. And I was just gotten smacked about by the amount of competition in the past two years, the amount of competition there is in scheduling plugins. Yeah, but there's I, a but, huge amount. We but, have I, I, but I, take, I take this um, as a metaphor in general, because I, I think the WordPress ecosystem, the plugin 
ecosystem has become globalized. It was very um, dominated by American developers in the mm-hmm. first five to six years, seven years, because I got in at um, WordPress in version three. Mm-hmm. But especially the last two to three years, it seems to have got even more globalized with a lot of players in Israel and also a lot of very powerful professional teams based in Eastern Europe, in the the old Eastern Europe, now it's part of the European um, community. Um, and the, I, I would say when it comes to scheduling plugins, there must be literally 15 to 20 um, that you can find quite quickly by doing Google searches. It, it just mine, I, but I feel this is the same in a lot of um, sectors, is that just the amount of competition is definitely increased, hasn't it? Absolutely. I mean, if you were to go on to Google and type in Facebook ads course, there's no, there's not 20 of them. There's 2,000 of them, right? So, <laughs> but here's, here's the thing about having a lot of competition. If you have a lot of competition or you're looking to enter somewhere that has a lot of competition, don't think of that as a hindrance, Right? Don't think it's like, wow, there's, you know, they're taking up all the market share. Because the only thing that competition truly does is validate that people need it. All it does is validate the market. It shows you that there is an opportunity for you to do something differently in the same area that people are already in. For example, email marketing, the, the one that I'm in, is an $18 billion industry dominated by MailChimp, HubSpot, ActiveCampaign, response. I am a two-person team plugin developer for WordPress operating out of a digital marketing agency's office in Toronto, Canada. Don't, no big frilly office, no big thing. However, we're carving out our space of the market based on one, one, uh, one simple thing. We just do what they do differently. We do it on WordPress. It's not SaaS. It's not Whatever, it's simple. It looks like WordPress. It integrates easily with WordPress. So while we technically do the same thing that all of the rest of our competition, we're just doing it differently. And at the end of the day, if you can just do the same thing that everybody else is doing differently, different is better than better. You don't necessarily need to be better than your competition. You just need to operate in a manner that sets you apart because people will always be unhappy, even with the most awesome and expensive and, and feature-rich products, people will always find something wrong with it. And at that point, they will move to something else that they're going to try and find and like. And you can be that person because no one is ever truly satisfied with the solution that they're on. And that means there is always room for to enter the market and provide the same solution differently so that a certain subset of people, it might not be the majority of the market, might even just be a tiny minority of the market. But there is always that tiny minority that needs to be served, that isn't currently being served, that you can get into that super competitive space and fill the desire. That's kind yeah. of like the biggest thing that I learned about competition. It's like, yes, I have $18 billion worth of competition, but we do it differently and different is better than better. We will serve the people who need marketing automation and use it for WordPress. And for like the 20 different scheduling plugins, there's like Acuity and there's uh, Schedule Once and there's... Act, uh, there's, there's so oh, many. Oh, there's just a freaking army of them. However, we're gonna, they, we're all gonna... do, the, the, they all do it differently. So you got to find the one that does it in the way that you like. And then for the ones that don't like it that way, they're going to go get a different one. And that's totally fine. There's enough for everybody. Yep. We're going to wrap it up now. The, the 30 or 35 minutes have gone quick. Um, but we're going to continue the discussion 
um, with some bonus content as well, which you'll be able to see the whole interview plus the bonus on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. And I normally publish our interviews and roundtable shows on the WP YouTube channel the quickest. So if you can't get enough of, of us and the panel, um, go to our channel and subscribe and you'll be updated automatically when I publish on that platform. So, Adrian, how do people find out more about you and Groundhog? Uh, well, I recently actually shared a whole lot more about Cabo Press on uh, my office hours on our Facebook group. You can go to Facebook and then search for the group Groundhog WP, uh, and you can actually watch the replay of that office hours. So if you're interested in more about what I, what we've been sharing on this podcast and, and you want to find more about that, if you're interested in marketing automation for WordPress specifically, then you can go to groundhog.io. Again, that's with two Gs, uh, and you can see what options we have to serve you and your marketing automation needs. That's great. We'll see you next week where we're going to have a, a great guest. I actually am excited about the final third of the year. I've managed to wrestle up an amazing group of experts for the last part of the year, folks. Um, I'm sure you're going to be amazed at the quality of interviews. I'm really pumped. It's going to be a strong end into the year. Um, we will be back next week with a great expert to give you insight in how to build your course, your WordPress site. Um, we're just WordPress junkies and learning management junkies. We'll be back next week, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.